Meanwhile in the pod cave. Welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And I'm Intern Jacob. All right, and Intern Jacob is back. Alex, again, had uh, a few more important things to do tonight, so luckily uh, we had our intern on standby. And uh, Jacob, thank you for filling in tonight. Oh, you're certainly welcome. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we know that Alex is obviously a busy person. Uh, you're a pretty busy person. You've got, you're trying to hold down two jobs and a podcast and school. Is this right? Yep. Well, I haven't technically started Chick-fil-A, but, uh, well, you did your orientation today. Yes. Hey, close pretty enough. Cool. Close enough. Pretty cool. Hey, Jacob, Jacob, can I hear you say my pleasure? My pleasure. No. There you go. All right. That's all, all right, you need you to do. That's all, all you got to do. do. You got to work on the, yep, my pleasure. My pleasure. And smile even though you hate the people. Even though you hate them. <laughs> Ugh, people. It's just a chicken sandwich. It's nothing magical. You people come here all the time, right? Just for the Chick-fil-A exactly. sauce. Uh, speaking of... The full Ned Flanders. <laughs> go, go full Ned Flanders. Hello, neighborino. Ah, there you go. What can I do you for? Ah, perfect. There you go. Uh, well, what you could do, tell us a little bit about, we, we hear that uh, there may be some sort of a secret menu or secret recipe at one of these places. I'm not sure if we want to name the name yet. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, but you tell us a little bit about we, this. Not this, unless we get paid for it. Yeah, not, unless we're getting paid, don't name the place. <laughs> Go ahead and name the place. And uh, he's paying immediate <laughs> dividends. I don't think this would work anywhere else. We need to name the place. So. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I've been instructed to say this. There is not a secret menu at Five Guys. You can add a patty to a couple things, and then the people like blow it out of proportion. To a milkshake? No, you can't add a patty to a milkshake. But like the whole secret. Can you add a milkshake thing, to a burger? People say that like a patty melt is a secret menu item. You just add a patty to a grilled cheese. But what a lot of the uh, other, what a lot of my, what a lot of my coworkers do, is uh, when they get their fries, they get them Cajun style and then put a little sugar on it. It's fantastic. Oh, what is, what, what is this called? What is this secret recipe called? It's not a secret recipe. It's not. If it were a secret recipe, what would it be called? I know it's not, but. Uh. Sweet and spicy fries or something? Sugar tots. Sugar tots. <laughs> hey, sugar tots. <laughs> it's called sugar tots. I used to call my wife sugar tots. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, it's he's underselling this. He, Jacob is way underselling this. It's very good. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's, it's very good. So, yeah. The, God, have the, you been going the, to the, five guys harassing them people to make stuff on the secret menu? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wish. No, he brings, he'll bring stuff home. But these things are legit. Occasion right. fries and add sugar and toss them in the bag. Mm-hmm. 
right, I'm going to ask for it next time. You know, I'm going to throw it at you under the bus. Just be like, uh, could I get a little bit of sugar with it? Or something like that. And then you get slapped. Hey, can I get a little sugar? Awesome sugar on that. Yeah, man. Gee. Give him a wink. Yeah, just a little sugar. Sugar tots. Yeah, sugar tots. All right. Well, that's, I mean, that's fantastic. That's good advice. And Jacob, we're definitely glad to have you on board again tonight. We've got a lot of. Good stuff, and Jacob. I know you have a couple of retro reviews for us, and and uh, no. and things. Uh, I've got, of course, uh, my uh, pick of the streaming wheel review of uh, Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. But first, let's get to the news. All right, in news, we've got a uh, a few uh, little bits, uh, tidbits of information, but maybe one of the biggest things is uh, we got a Venom <laughs> Let There Be Carnage trailer, uh, a movie everybody pretty much forgot about, <laughs> I think. Uh, Podman Ron, who wants another Venom movie? You? <coughs> Not I. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Brian, Jacob... Can I interest you in a Venom movie? I uh, the first one was yeah it was it was Fantastic Four quality. It was not a great film. And then the uh, do you know I read it made eight hundred million dollars. I, I don't know how. And and this one oh my god it looks even worse. I mean it's so cheesy and so corny and. I think Woody Harrelson must have lost his acting chops because he's so wooden and no pun intended, but uh, dry and just terrible. I mean, oh my God, it's it was terrible. I, and uh, now, is it are are they trying to make it a little bit? You know, they can't make it, or they chose stupid. not to make it more yes. of a horror movie. <laughs> uh, it's hard. They may be going the wrong way, kind of more. It's almost a comedy, you know. And again, it kind of feels like it's a little bit lighthearted. And Venom is making breakfast at the opening scene, sloppily making breakfast. I imagine a scene of Jacob at uh, Five Guys when someone calls him sugar tots. But you know, here's my uh, thing: when I see a scene like that, you see the guy's apartment. It's like all neat, and then the symbiote's doing all that. And I think, does he clean that up every day to make it immaculate, or wouldn't the apartment be a mess all the time if the symbiote's doing that? Well, you put a lot more thought into it. Yeah, Yeah, I guess I did. (laughs) We are looking forward to this. I I Uh, think Sony's just screwed because they don't have Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man, even though they're making a ton of money, Spider-Man is off off limits to an extent. So they've decided, well, Venom will be our de facto Spider-Man. But we got to make him funny, and and he's got to be a... Yeah, he's having quirky hero, but he's really a hero. Like, you've got to have that kind of, like... So they're trying to make Venom into a leading man. And he's right. not a leading man. He's a, oh. he's a side character. He's an anti-hero. At, At best. best, you know, you could have like a, a Punisher-type storyline where he's the, the least bad option, right? Um, but, he's going, you know, but he's seeking revenge or whatever, carving through the mob. You know, like a John Wick kind of story you could do with Venom. But you can't make him the wholesome, you know super friendly neighborhood Venom, you know, but that well, seems like the, that's what they're trying to do. Well, the problem with Venom also, 
and I felt like it was a problem in this first movie was he does not have a supporting cast. He, he just his the comic book he's never had a supporting cast. I mean, Spider Man is practically a supporting cast. He had an ex wife, which was in the first movie, but I don't know. It just there's just not enough there for it to be an interesting character. And they're trying to staple on this other stuff to make him interesting, but they're going in the wrong direction. Like they're losing what made what the stuff that did make Venom cool. They're losing. Extra large coffee. With <laughs> oh, hold on, Brian. Yeah, fat free. Good choice. Extra Splenda and the fat free vanilla. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any other oh, do it. Sugar tots. <laughs> asking for some sugar tots. Asking for some sugar tots. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, he's just not. Hold on, I'm, Brad. I'm are you recording again? Or are you going to edit that out? No, no, we're. I, I don't edit anymore. Yeah, it <laughs> so is I'm what not, it is. But here's like the thing. That, <laughs> I like that. That this is how lackadaisical. <laughs> He needs his coffee. You know he's going to fall asleep. Oh, Doesn't have his coffee. But I'm not a big fan of Tom Hardy either. I, I I feel like he is, to me, he's just an unforgettable person. I, I hate to say that. but I, I mean, <laughs> What do you mean forgettable? I'm sorry, he's forgettable. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, well... He's just—he's not very charismatic. I mean, he just is kind of like—he's more to me like a background player than he is a leading main character. That's the part. That see, that's the the problem is the part that he's playing and the way they've written it. Tom Hardy's cool. Like uh, if you ever watch um, uh, Peaky Blinders, he's fantastic in Peaky Blinders. Well, I so I haven't watched him in there, but every other movie I've seen him in and stuff, he's just. Does not do anything. Does not. And Eddie Brock is, is Eddie Brock in the comics is, you know, outgoing and you know, I mean, he he's kind of an asshole and everything. Well, he's so, the guy Gardner for Marvel. Oh, exactly. I mean, he was that asshole type character, and this guy is not. It's like they want to make him kind of a a good guy, but you know, and then him be the bad guy. Uh, well, now you have Venom cracking jokes and can I eat him? Can I eat her? So, uh, yeah, we got a lighthearted Venom, whether you wanted it or not. We've had, in the comics, we've had uh, Venom in outer space and uh, everybody's a Venom, Venom world or whatever. So why not uh, stand up? I have even been a Venom. Thank you. <laughs> why not wholesome Venom? All right. Why not sugar tot Venom? So, we're, yeah. We're all sugar Venom. Tot Venom. We are Venom. Maybe you should make it uh, where he sounds like Groot. Uh, we so, are and, and I'm sorry, but the, the carnage cor- portion of it, I, I just, it just looks, I don't know, it just looks bad. Everything just looks bad on it. I'm not excited about this at all. And, you know, you talk about Sony is disappointed that they can't use Spider-Man and all that, but it seems to me whatever their deal is with Marvel, they could still use Spider-Man in this universe. I mean, it doesn't have to, they don't ever have to say that, Venom doesn't have to act interact with the other Marvel heroes, just Spider-Man. It's not like the other Marvel heroes ever interacted with Mysterio or, you know, anybody else that's a villain of Spider-Man. So why can't it be the same said with this? Because it's not MCU. And MCU keeps uh, Tom Holland pl- plenty busy on their own. Exactly. 
Uh, all right. Well, all right. Well, if I was Sony, I'd say, done. "Hey, we're going to do. We're going to. Can we do a? We're going to let you keep using Tom Holland as Spider Man in our universe, but we'd like to incorporate one of our characters into one of his movies next time." Yeah. Well, not only that, what they really should have just bit the bullet and done it, um, and made Miles Morales their, the Spider Man for the Sony universe. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. They they should, and they may still do it, but. But I think Marvel don't want to do that. I think Marvel wants to keep that to themselves, Miles Morales. I mean, because technically he is still under MCU stuff. He's probably not part of the Sony stuff because Miles Morales was created after the contract with Sony. So I don't think he's part of any of that. Well, we will find out when uh, Let Them Be Carnage comes out in uh, 2024 or whatever. Wait, we're not even sure. No yeah, one cares. When is, when is that coming out? No one knows. This year? It's a mystery. It's later. I think it's later this year, I believe. Yes, it's later. It's so sad. It was, it's later this year and nobody really remembers. No. <laughs> no one even knew it was coming out. Well, one, <laughs> yeah, uh, another, right. another anti-hero, and this was breaking news, but another anti-hero that we're looking forward to for next year maybe uh, might be Ghost Rider. Uh, making an appearance in uh, Doctor Strange, the uh, Mouth of Madness, the Mother of Madness, Multiverse. something like this, Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. madness. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, we've we've heard a lot of rumors uh, about Doctor Strange. And, uh, you know, everybody should just keep their trap shut, keep their multiverse of mouths trap shut. If you've learned nothing from Wanda and Vision, oh, it's, yeah. you know what? Who cares? Yeah, whatever. It's going to be Mephisto. It's going to be Ghost Rider. It's going to be Wanda. Yeah, everybody, everybody except for Venom, I've heard, is going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. So we'll just have to really wait until they come out with a logo and see what color font they use, and then start trying to figure out who's then going to start deciphering. Exactly. Yeah. It's all in the font. I've got a feeling we'll probably get Blade in there at some point in the Multiverse <laughs> of Magnus. No, I mean, they if they're trying to get it a hot shot, you know, into the – and he's it's almost like he wasn't announced for Phase 4, but they're saying that it might open – Blade may open Phase 5. Um, yeah. That- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, if they wanted to, I mean, they could they could do just an offshoot of uh, you know, kind of like the Universal Monster or uh, uh, whatever it was called, MonsterVerse, uh, and just do that. Uh, again, Werewolf by so, Night and so, Blade. So, and which Ghost a giant sized man thing? Yeah, which Ghost Rider would you prefer, the one on the motorcycle or the one on the car? Uh, motorcycle. Yeah, the the motorcycle is the only one I've ever known. I, I didn't know the one in the car. Yeah, there's one in the car. To me, that would be called Ghost Driver. Yeah. Unless he's sitting like in the passenger driver. seat, then he's just riding. <laughs> Ghost Rider. I want him to have a sidecar, though. He's going to have an Uber. <laughs> Who could he have his little sidekick in a sidecar? What, what could Smokey. that be? <laughs> Hot stuff. Smokey. Smokey. Ghost Rider and Smokey. Gosh, Ghost Rider, it looks like the bad guys are getting away. Gee whiz. That would be a classic. Jacob, we needed some of your voice characters there. Is Jacob asleep already? Yes. No. Okay. 
Yes. Just checking on you there. Uh, and more, uh, and more, uh, again, this is another reason why we shouldn't speculate on things. Uh, Emily Blunt, uh, who was, we had, everybody had cast as the invisible woman, uh, says she's not, not the invisible woman. And she had a few other things to say, I think, right, Brian? Yeah, she said that uh, she doesn't know that uh, superhero movies are her thing, um, and and basically alluded to the fact that if, even if it was offered to her, she she may not even do it. Like, and that no offer had been extended at that uh, to date. So uh, it's interesting. They originally, and maybe this was more John Krasinski that, uh, but they he had been flirting with the idea of he'd love to be Reed Richards, love to be Reed Richards. And I thought at one point she had she had said something, or or he had he had alluded to the fact that both of them uh, be in the film. And apparently, uh, she's uh, she's either we're either getting the the She Hulk uh, scenario where uh, Tatiana uh, Mans what is it? Yeah, it said that yo she's not She Hulk, she's not She Hulk, and then you know six weeks later I'm She Hulk. So. Uh, either it's that sort of scenario where uh, they're trying to, I don't know, have uh, some they're she shaking them down for money at the last minute, <laughs> right? And then they're going to make an announcement, or maybe they've moved on to somebody else for the part because they are getting a little, yeah. I mean, they're getting a little old for the parts, like you said last week, Brad. So maybe they are moving in a different direction, and and this is her sour grapes. Yeah. So so we'll see again. Rapid speculation only leads to disappointment for everybody. Absolutely. Especially John Krasinski. He's the most disappointed yeah, if, if, she, happy. if she screws him out of a Reed Richard paycheck. Yeah, I mean, that would be the thing is she's going to end up uh, running her mouth and, and costing him the job. <laughs> Emily, Emily, Emily Blunt is like Emily Cunt. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. I mean, I was going to go with my – I wish she would go to a quiet place joke again. But, no, you, oh. you stepped it up there, Botman Ron. I love it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was, I was a little bit late on that one. I was, in, I was admiring the joke. Uh, no, so well. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of strong women archetypes, oh <laughs> what? He's, he's just dropping them now. <laughs> well, speaking of strong women archetypes, uh, Gal Gadot is going to have none of this podcast. She is going to call us out. Big time. Next time we get her on here for an interview, uh, just like she pretty much called out Joss Whedon and uh, Ray Fisher by saying, yeah, I, I got a little uh, got a little static from Joss Whedon and I took care of it right there on the spot and moved on. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm done. Which which is fantastic. in the fact that she threw shade at both Joss Whedon and Ray Fisher in the same statement. So she said Josh Whedon's a dick and then called uh, Ray Fisher a bitch. <laughs> in the same, in the, she's in like, the same interview. I took care like, of this. I'm done. She's Wonder Woman. What do you expect? 
Well, you know what? She was she was an Israeli soldier. You know, she 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 ain't gonna mess around with these idiots. You know, she's just gonna go straight to the source. So she so she so. got off with that. She she made her point on that, uh, and then she said something else on Twitter. And now she had she had to kind of go dark on Twitter. I think because everybody yeah because she about that. You know, so. heaven forbid she took up for her country, and you know him. You know we're everybody's. And having a fit, and all she said was basically, "I, I hope there's peace between all everybody." You know, I mean, How dare her. But everybody, yeah, yeah, but all their, you know, the woke society is like, "Oh, she's just propaganda for Israel," and she's like, "Everybody's like, no, all she did was say, I hope my people and the Palestinians are come to a peaceful agreement or peaceful settlement or come to peace or something like that." My God. Well, well uh, all I at know least is she didn't sing "Imagine" again. No, that, <laughs> that's God. true. That could have been even worse. Uh, and I'm glad, you know. Again, the the pod men are so low pro- profile in the celebrity uh, world that we can, you know, we we avoid that those kind of uh, pitfalls of celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I don't so know any of that. Yeah, who wants to be that big? Yeah, exactly. No one. No one does. Not you, not us, not Jacob. Uh, Alex. PR couldn't be dropping C-bombs left and right. Yeah. Alex is the only one with real aspirations here, which is why he's not on the show tonight, but that's okay. Uh, but. Hey, now. Hey. Uh, hey, now. Uh, Hank King. Hey, now. Yeah, we know what hey, now is. Da, 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 da. <laughs> da, da, da. All right. Hey, speaking of hey, now. Uh, Venture Brothers is coming back. Now, that's something to say hey oh, now man. about, right? I tell you, that's hey. probably the best news. <laughs> now, tell me, tell me, tell me all about this Venture Brothers movie, because I didn't read the article. Tell me about the, yeah, it was way too long. Uh, Brian? Yeah, they're they're coming back with uh, their greenlit a movie for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Metal uh, Metalocalypse, and uh, Venture Brothers. Oh, I, I love Metalocalypse. I like that show. That was a that was a weird but good show. But uh, Venture Brothers, Venture Brothers is the most underrated TV show, cartoon network, any that has ever been. That show is fantastic, and I don't know whose fault it is. If it's the creator's fault because it took so long to, some kind, you know, put product, you know, produce shows, or Cartoon Network because they don't advertise it enough or try to promote it enough. I don't know, but. That show is amazing. Well, and you're going to have to wait to watch a movie of it one day. Well, you know what? At least it's coming back, so I can watch it. Because, you know, it, that was that was the most disappointing thing to find out that they weren't going to make another season. Because the last season, they left a lot of plot holes open still. And uh, it, was a, it was an incredible season. So... And they haven't Honestly. said where it's going to appear. The assumption is it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, but all they've done is ref, you know, basically referenced like their, their Warner Media catalog and all the intellectual properties they have at their disposal that they can just throw out there. And so this is kind of like what? the first sort of olive branch in that direction. Well, you know what? A lot of it, I believe, and I, if I had to guess, they already had a lot of this already made. And they got canceled, so they're like, "What are we going to do with it?" So they decided to put it all together into a movie, and you know, just in one lump sum. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, 
They probably yeah, got like, had about three or four episodes and in, in, you know banked and uh, decided, well, we'll just put it together and make a movie. Put it in. I would. I would hope they would do like the Adventure Time or like the old when Matlock when it became the Matlock uh, <laughs> movies. Yeah, Matlock mysteries where uh, where it would come back. You'd have like four movies a year. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, four like ninety minute specials for Adventure Brothers a year. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, they could do it each week. All you know, spring, summer, and and winter, and just do do one every three or four months. I'd be I'd be happy if it was just an hour long, you know, and be done with it. I'd be fine. Well, we will see. We'll see what happens with it. We're uh, we're. I think we're not too far away from have, being able to uh, watch that somewhere or another. I don't know. Just a guess. Uh, what else we got? Just a guess. Just a guess. Dune. Uh, Brian, you wanted to talk a little bit about Dune because uh, we did. Did we get a Dune trailer recently? I thought we already had one. Yeah. Did we get we another get one? Or? Okay. Yeah. First one was a teaser. Now ah. we actually got a trailer ah. um, for it. <laughs> uh, not a lot. I mean, I think most people kind of know. Like the Dune story, yeah. Podman Ron, First, you can pretty much recite the Dune story, right? Yeah, I've never seen Dune and never wanted to and never will. What's a book? Here's the thing: What if I told show. you you have? <gasps> what? What if I told you you have seen Dune in a good movie? Well, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> what? Pray tell. What do you mean, Brian? Well, I was going to say, a Dune was originally written and, and published and came out in 1965. Uh, a movie about 12 years later ripped off uh, wholeheartedly most of the concepts of, of the first Dune book. Would you like to take a guess what that movie was? I know. Jacob knows. PMR, would you like to take a guess? Um... 1977. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. So I'm worried we're going to have the exact same scenario as we did with John Carter of Mars with this Dune movie. And they've said Dune ends on a cliffhanger. And they have not greenlit the next two movies. So it ends on it. So I got a bad feeling this is going to fall apart just like John Carter of Mars did. But uh, I, I, you know, when I had a bad feeling it was going to fall apart, is when they announced they were making a Dune movie. <laughs> Dune? Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> there you go, too. Um, so what I did was though I pulled up and, and did some research, and, and there's articles about the similarities and the things that Lucas just flatly ripped off from Dune, and it's pretty bad, right? <laughs> um, to the point uh, back in '77 when Frank Herbert was interviewed. Um, he was quoted as saying, uh, I'm going to have to try very hard not to sue George Lucas. <laughs> Are you um, serious? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, the uh, Star Wars is set on Tatooine. We're all familiar. Uh, a desert planet. Right. Um, and uh, that's where we find our hero. And that's where they kind of begin their heroic journey is, is on a desert planet. Well, Paul Atreides... Uh, is on Arrakis, which is a desert planet. The same thing. That's where he uh, begins his heroic journey. On both planets, uh, one of the a, a uh, there's a a need for moisture farming. That is that is an industry on both planets. 
It's called Moisture Farming on uh, in uh, Star Wars. It's called Dune Collecting. In, or, I'm sorry, Dune Collecting in Dune. Um, they both have sand crawlers, uh, which are from leftover mining facilities that kind of tra- traverse the landscapes. Uh, you have the Sarlacc in Star Wars, right? And you even see like a Sarlacc skeleton, right? Out, uh, in the, at the beginning when, uh, R2 and, and 3PO are, are walking across the, the, uh, desert is that what that is? Their, I think yeah, it is, yeah. Sarlacc. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and in Dune, and so it's a giant worm. And in Dune, we have the sandworms, right? Yeah. Uh, the reason that, that they're on, um, uh, uh, Arrakis is they're mining for spice, which spice mm. like gives you extra perception. It, it gets you high. It's like catnip. It's like catnip. It gets you high. It expands your your um, mental capacity. Uh, mental capacity and your other abilities. Your other senses and abilities are heightened. Right. Well, in in Star Wars, you have um, the spice mines of Kessel, which spice of Kessel is also a drug that's highly sought after. Uh, in Star Wars, we have the Empire, right? The evil Galactic Empire. In Dune, we have the evil Galactic Imperium. So you have an Empire and Imperium, and both are ruled over by an Emperor. <laughs> um, you have Princess Leia and Princess Aaliyah. Prince, uh, Princess Leia, we find out, is Luke's sister, right? Uh, Princess Aaliyah, we find out, is Paul Atreides' sister. And their grandfather... Is the emperor wow. in in Dune? Uh, oh my god! I didn't know it was in, that bad. Yeah. Uh, in Star Wars, you have the Force. In Dune, you have the Voice. The but force. It, it's the Voice and the Force, right? The so Voice look a bit different. Yeah, but it's but uh, like um, the Voice will allow somebody. It, it's mental conditioning uh, and they can control another person's mind. So Jedi mind trick, right? You've got Han Solo, everybody's favorite, and then you've got Duncan Idaho, which Duncan Idaho will be played. Uh, Idaho, Idaho will be played by um, uh, oh man, Aquaman. What's his name? Jason Momoa, and he's your roguish um, kind of on the fringes. He's good, but he's he's chaotic good uh, character. He's your rogue character, Duncan Idaho. That's he's essentially Han Solo, or vice versa. Uh, Jedi were originally called uh, in the early scripts Jedi Bindu. That was the name for Force characters, Jedi Bindu. Uh, the Force sensitive or the voice sensitive characters in Dune are called Piranha Bindu. Like li- like <laughs> literally the same the same like uh, um, uh, second name. Uh, you have slug creatures, um, uh, and Jabba the Hutt, right? In both. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but the, the, the biggest difference is Star Wars is enjoyable and Dune, you know, <laughs> Dune was a bore. It was a huge bore. Did, so, so uh, let me, so hold on. Uh, Podman Ron, you've never seen the, the, uh, whatever, the Kyle McLaughlin Dune. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Back in the '80s, I did try to. I tried to watch it. I think I even rented it, and uh, I could never get through it. It was just like I, I just couldn't. It was terrible I, to, for me. So yeah, because back back in the '80s, 
you know, and Brad, you remember anything that was sci-fi, we always tried to watch. I mean, it was like, oh my God, sci-fi. And uh, Dune was one of these things that I tried to watch and I I just could never get into it. Well, maybe. Is is Dune on... uh... Is Dune on HBO Max? I don't know. Is it? I, don't know. Well, I, we I watched, think it was Warner Brothers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I may, I may have seen it elsewhere, but uh, I've I watched it maybe about two or three months ago, and it it was not that great. But uh, you know, we'll see. Now, now I kind of want to go back and watch it, but to to see if they have these uh, similarities, like Brian's talking about. But I guess we'll see the new one. Uh, relatively it is on soon. HBO Max. It is on HBO Max. I just saw it as well. So there you go. All right. So there you go. Podman Ron, maybe. So when's the new one coming out? A uh, couple uh, of months. Yeah, it's in the fall, I believe. I don't think it's summer. I think it's like, uh, I'll look it up. Um, so there you go. While Brian looks that up, Podman Ron, you can, here's your chance to get caught up on uh, the Kyle McLaughlin Dune before the other, whatever that pretty boy uh What's that Timothy, 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 yeah, Timothy, yeah, pretty boy, Dune comes out. Uh, October 1st. There you go. You got plenty of time. Um, we may add that to the back. streaming will, Podman Ron, for you. Ooh. All right. Well, hey, uh, I know we've got, uh, speaking of the streaming will, I know we got any, any uh, major news. I know, I guess the only other thing, Brian, is uh, to talk about this Monster Mash cereal that's coming out sometime or another of. Uh, oh, I can't wait. The General Mills yeah. Monster cereal. I think that's, uh, that'll be a great collector's item for one day, right? Yeah, don't, 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 don't open sleep that box. On the the uh, Monster <laughs> Mash cereal. Yeah, you got Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, um, Fruity, what's the mummy's name? Fruity Wolfie and uh, fruit. I think it's fruit mummy, a yummy mummy, and a fruit brute. So, so I don't think fruit brute and yummy mummy were around when I was a kid. No, they were, and then they uh, they they phased them out and then brought them back uh-huh. because in in uh, October, September, whenever they start putting that stuff, because you know now that those cereals are only out seasonally. But uh, they they started becoming more and more popular, and so they started adding more. They knocked the dust off a couple of older um, cereals. Okay, but well, hey, not since the assemb- the assembly of the Avengers in Endgame have I been as excited for across uh, uh, an assembly of cartoon characters. I will say that uh, I I didn't listen to all of that, but is Booberry. <laughs> One of the people on it? Yes. Blue- wasn't paying attention. Blueberry, Blueberry is one of the people on it. Okay. Blueberry. When I was a kid, I loved Blueberry. Yeah? Blueberry, and I had like a little little action figure. A little crush? No. That came in a, came in a uh, cereal. Yeah? So he was part of my uh, superhero action uh, action figure team. Yeah. The Savengers? Yeah. Yep. Think, think about this. It's, <laughs> it's Count Chocula. And Booberry, and um, uh, Frankenberry, Frankenberry, yeah. Yummy Mummy, and um, Fruit Brute. What was the last one? Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute. All the different marshmallows in one cereal. Yeah, and guess what? It probably is all going to taste exactly the same. Like it'll it, be so much better. <laughs> it's not like, oh my gosh, this tastes like a chocolate covered strawberry. It's like, oh no, this tastes like a freeze dried marshmallow. Yeah. Now I just got more you know, fresh. 
You know, you could just order the marshmallows. <laughs> so much better. No, come a whole on. Bunch of marshmallows. Come on. This is the Avengers of cereal. At least you can for the uh, Lucky Charm stuff. You can order just a box of Lucky Charm or a bag. Just full of the Lucky Charms marshmallows. That's disgusting. I don't like the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Well, maybe but if you sprinkled a little salt and sugar on it, huh? Oh no, no. A little Cajun, Cajun spice and sugar. Sugar tots, Lucky Charms. Hey, speaking of sugar tots, I got. Hang something. on a second. Oh my god. We need. To, well, let's back up a second. <laughs> I think that is an untapped market. Sweet and speaking spicy sugar cereal. <laughs> Sweet and spicy cereal. Well. Why not? I Try it. That would taste good in milk. Uh, yeah, well, that's the defining factor. This, well, it what was that? Good in milk. The, the milk. That's the thing you got to be, be wary of. Yeah, the milk. Yeah, the milk. The fat will, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, neutralize the spice. Neutralize. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, good try. I'm sure that is actually why they haven't tapped into that market is because Milk nutri- uh, breaks down uh, spice. The spiciness. Spice. Yeah. Hmm. We're going to try it tomorrow. Can I go over? Oh, can God. I go with my segue that I was heading toward there, boys? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. All right. Speaking of sugar tots. I got a couple of sugar tots that I watched so you didn't have to. Like- oh. Electra Woman and Dina Girl. Uh, so this was my streaming will selection, or that the streaming will well, selected for me. Up. What's that? There you go. Oh. You're breaking up for me, but you're back. Okay, I thought you were ordering something. I thought you had stopped at uh, no, 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 stopped no, no, at Wendy's for a, a late night frosty. <laughs> uh, Amazon Prime, Electra Woman and Dina Girl. So I I, I started watching this. I had actually started watching it somehow or another. I stumbled upon it a while back and started watching it. Watched about five minutes. I was like, oh, okay, and never watched the rest of it. So as the streaming will pick this for me, I'm like, let me do, let me pull a Bradford here and do a little bit of research. Let me not just watch the stupid thing. Let me actually do some research. So I did a little bit of research. Uh, of course, uh, we all remember, including you, Jacob, I'm sure, the original from 1976. Um, Here's here's a fun fact to know and tell. There were only 16 episodes of that. Period. Really? (laughs) They were were in syndication for like 20 years. Oh yeah, but they there was only 16 episodes, and they I I I think I read uh, that Dinah Girl had said somewhere or another uh, that they pretty much filmed all of them in two weeks. So they like knocked Holy out an episode cow. a day, just about. So that two, you know, filming for two weeks, sixteen episodes, and it lasted a lifetime. How about that? So take that, you young screenwriters. Uh, so this was a, uh, a reboot of sorts uh, that actually was released in 2016, starring YouTube sensations and fellow podcasters Grace Hilberg and Hannah Hart. I'm sure you guys know them, right? No, no one does. Uh, Who produced this? Who made this movie? uh, This was actually produced by uh, a couple of people you may remember as Sid and Marty Croft. Yes, they're still alive. Or they were in 16 at least. Yes. They have a company still? (laughs) They have a a whole world of Sid and Marty Croft still. Yeah. Uh, And I think. They also made that uh, that Banana Splits movie, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. 
What the oh, well, I don't know if they – it was like a Five Nights at Freddy's. What uh, is going on here? What? <laughs> yeah, there was a Banana Splits movie uh, from Warner Brothers that was like straight to Warner premiere, but it was like uh, the Banana Splits that – it was like they were murdering people. Yeah, there were animatronics come to life murdering people. Were they the banana splits? Yes. Yes. Why didn't I see this? Why, why uh, no one knew it on? existed. It, I think it actually aired on uh, Sci-Fi Channel. But, yeah, it did. All right, so YouTube sensations Grace Hilbig and Hannah Hart also stars Andy Buckley, as you know, from uh, as David Wallace. I'm from the office. So, ah. so there's your star power. Uh, it was actually <laughs> originally wow. eight episodes, uh, eight 11 minute episodes that were going to be like webisodes. And I think they premiered, they aired on like, you know, like a crunchy roll or something like that. Uh, but I guess they, anime. yeah, no, but I said something like that. Okay. It was full screen. Actually, it was another now owned by Warner brothers type thing. Um, and so, anyways, it was sold off to Amazon, and it's now a movie. So it's like a, a tight ninety-minute movie or so, maybe even a little bit less than that. So it's my right up uh, my alley. Um, so anyway, before and, and I haven't even gotten to the review. This is what I thought was a little bit more exciting, <laughs> exciting than the movie itself that I found out as I was doing my deep, deep research, Wikipedia. Uh, there was an also an unaired pilot from our good friends at Warner Brothers in 2001 for rebooting uh, Electra wow. Woman and Dinah Girl, starring the lovely Marky Post as Electra Woman. Get out of here. That's, I can wow. see that. Uh, but I can see that. I can see that as well. But this has what I like to call the little PMR spin on it. This This was going to be a little bit more down to earth. Uh, Electoral Woman and Dinah Girl set 25 years after the TV show with <laughs> with a disillusional, bitter, sexually promiscuous, chain-smoking, alcoholic Electoral Woman whose husband Marky left Post her. Was? Yes, whose husband left her for Dinah Girl. <laughs> that uh, was the that was the setup. This was it, again. It never aired, of course. And then there's of a, course now I know why. Uh, this sounds like a PMR script. Are you kidding me? Uh, and she's brought back into action by a, f- a fangirl wanting to be the new Dinah girl and all that stuff. So that, if that's out there anywhere, we got to find that. That sounds fantastic. And we can watch that love, yeah, that's along with the Brady kids. Fancy. And yeah. All right. So this one is set in a suit universe where the superheroes are celebrities and they have managers and all that kind of stuff. And it plays out very much like a sitcom. And it actually reminded me a little bit of, uh, what I think is an underrated movie. And I'm sure I'll get kicked out of the Podmen for it. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats. Exactly. Uh, so it kind of knows <laughs> it's a stupid movie, and then this goes a little bit like what you were saying last week, Brian, with Street Fighter. You kind of go in with that tongue in cheek, and it knows it's in on the joke, and you have a good enough uh, time. Uh, with that being said, it does have uh, moments of high violence. Someone gets their arm ripped off. Someone gets a hole blasted oh, wow. through them and stuff like that. So it is a little over-the-top violence. And, uh, again, it's very tongue-in-cheek humor type stuff. Um, and, uh, and and then, again, uh, I go through the, the – uh, the setup, as you can imagine, is that uh, there was evidently this big thing called the Shadow War, 
and all the all the heroes destroyed all the villains so there's no really no more villains left in the world and the heroes that are in there they're again they're like celebrities and stuff like that one electoral mountain world they don't have any powers they have some gadgets and stuff but they kind of walk around the city in their costumes that's pretty much a uh, duplicate of the original uh, costumes from the TV show. And people know who they are, and they're just kind of like walking around the streets and stuff like that, like vigilantes almost. Uh, and after a convenience store robbery goes viral and people see them, then David Wallace picks them up and wants to represent them and be their manager. And so they go to the big time. And this is where it gets a little bit like uh, almost like the boys, uh, where you know the management company is evil, of course. Electra woman falls for it. She loves the celebrityism. Uh, Dinah girl, not so much. She thinks they've lost their their edge, and they break up. And Dinah girl gets captured, and uh, Electra woman has to go save her. That's pretty much the movie, boys. Um, well, what do you think of it? Was it fun to watch? Would it it be was like actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, again, it was not a good movie by <laughs> by any means, but it, there's little bits of nostalgia. There's a Frank who invents things, but he's this young guy that kind of is very monotone and no emotions uh, to match the the old man that was in the cave with the Electra woman and Dino girl and stuff like that. Uh, there's an Electra car that makes a brief appearance. Um, what else? Um, no, they, that, that was kind of, that's kind of it. They, uh, again, the, Oh, the one thing, Podman Ryan, I thought about you on this. Um, there's an event called Hero Fest where it's like a comic book convention and people go and meet their heroes, the superheroes, and they sign stuff and things like that. Uh, one of the guys that's on the panel is Perennial Man, and he can talk to plants. And it reminded me of uh, Tree Man, one of your creations. Tree Man, my yeah. superhero. And people Tree were making Man. fun of him, being like, "What? what's the plant say? And he's like, uh, the plant says you suck and all this kind of stuff. So it was, <laughs> again, it was pretty funny. Uh, and then the big villain, other than the corporation, of course, uh, is the Empress of Evil, who was a villain from the original TV show as well. So, again, kind of cutesy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, under 90 minutes, it's worth a watch. I will give it uh, I'll give it a three and a binary of one. Definitely worth watching once. You know, Don't need to watch it again. But it's a three. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll watch. I think you actually might enjoy it a little bit. Uh, again, when it, I thought uh, a couple of scenes actually got I got a LOL out of and out uh, laugh out loud type thing. Uh, there was lol. one lol. There was one part where Dinah Girl and uh, Electra Woman they again kind of split up, and Dinah Girl gets into uh, an Uber. Or, you know, a taxi or whatever. And it, you know, zooms in close to her and there's melancholy music playing. And the driver says, you know, where to? And she just kind of says, I don't know. And the music plays, you know, very deep music and all that. And then he's like, what do you mean you don't know? You don't know where you live or you don't know where you go? And she's like, I'm trying to be dramatic. Just shut up. I don't, don't talk to me right now. So, again, it's that kind of stuff. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know. it sounds like a fun movie, actually. I mean, it sounds like a like it's it a fun movie. It's kind of fun to, yeah, just kind of play and watch. I don't know. There you Once go. a while, you got to have a fun movie. That, that's what I say, and I say this one will uh, will suit your needs. So there you go. Um, so that's it. I give it a three. Definitely give it a watch and uh, enjoy it. And hopefully, Jacob, maybe you'll learn something from it. 
Maybe you'll learn to respect oh. your uh, your old 1970s Sid and Marty Croft shows. Nah. Nah. Well, on the streaming yeah. wheel, I've chose to replace it on Amazon Prime with, you ready for this? Something I'm sure no one has seen. Uh, a movie called Seven Chinese Brothers. Oh, oh Lord. What? Uh, what? What do you mean, oh, Lord? Does that not sound this interesting? Has to be some Chinese. That sounds terrible. It's some Japanese cinema shit, isn't it? Right? It is not. No, it's got Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> Who the fuck is Jason Schwartzman? You're I hope you get this Jason will. Schwartzman. That's right. That's Jesus why. Jesus Christ. That's why I chose is it. Is Jason Schwartzman the guy that plays on Parks and Rec as Ralph D'Angelo or what the fuck? No. Is? No, oh, that's I'm been sorry. that's no. been uh, uh, somebody. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So I thought that would be good because I know I couldn't remember if everybody other than Podman Ron had seen the Wes Anderson movies. uh, But a lot of those are on Amazon Prime. So I'm like, oh, let me find something else. So I thought I watched the trailer for it and it looked kind of cute. It's got Jason Schwartzman, Stephen Root. Stephen Root's great in everything. Yep. And uh, Olympia Dukakis. (laughs) There you go. What year did this thing come out? 2015. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too old. Is this her last movie? I think it was. All right. So that's that's the choices. All right. So now let's find out. And again, I'm guessing uh, you'll have to sub for uh, our good friend Alex here, uh, Jacob, if the, the will lands on you. Okay. Yeah, I yep. guess I'll just have to watch it and come on next week. I guess so. Look, <laughs> like he is—he is positioning for Alex's place. Not a doubt in my mind about I that. I am. All I'm right, I'm fishing for Alex. I will replace him. I'm getting choppy. I'm—I'm I'm hearing myself yeah. good here. Can you hear me now? It's still cutting in and out. Can you guys hear it? Yeah, I can hear what you're talking about. Yeah, it's choppy. No, I think it may just be the. Uh, can, I think the recording is going to be fine. Okay. All right. I hope at least. All right. Let's let's spin the wheel. Oh, look at that! Oh, this is okay. This will be interesting. Let's see who uh, the, the podman who it lands on tonight is going to be. I just sent it to you guys, except for um, except for you, Jacob. So we'll go ahead and tell you it's Podman Ron. Uh, uh, and there's nothing on the wheel I want to look at. Well, Y'all got a bunch of shit on there. Here, Ron, I'll put this with you. Oh, phew. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be happy about this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be good. I think this may have been a Brian choice here. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, map of Tiny Perfect Things. No, that's not mine. That? that must be Alex then. I don't even know what that is. What is map of? Maybe it's mine actually. <laughs> you know what? It may have been because it would have been when you replaced it with sound of. I, uh, I think it is. It's some turd I threw up there because I couldn't find anything. That's good. <laughs> y'all, y'all talk amongst yourself. All right. Well, turd that I'm just gonna I, have to watch. Uh, all right. Well, two two teens who live. The same day repeatedly, enabling them to create the titular map. I did. Okay, that could be interesting. That could be fine. Mm. Yeah. All right. right. Well, cool. Now I got, that's only an hour and 39 minutes. What harm could it be? 
Exactly. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it'll be awful. How it's bad can that be? A 61% meta score, 6.8 out of 10. Yeah. About as good as Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. Hal Allen and Catherine Newton. It sounds like Groundhog Day for young people. Ugh. Yeah, but if you want to watch that, watch Palm Springs. Palm Springs was pretty good. Oh, I wanted to watch uh, Palm Springs. Unfortunately, it didn't land on Palm Springs. Brad, have you seen Palm Springs? I have not seen Palm Springs. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I want to hear what Podman Ron says about this. I will watch it and report back next week. Excellent. With a very detailed, oriented review. We're trying. Brian's setting the bar high for these detailed reviews. We're actually trying to teach people something, a little something. Uh, speaking of high fluent view reviews and hearing what Podman Ron wants to say, I want to hear what Podman Ron has to say about Jupiter's legacy. Oh. <laughs> All right, on the TV, on the tube, Jupiter's legacy. Podman Ron, did you watch at least the first episode? I have watched, almost finished the sixth one tonight. All right, so six what out of eight. What the hell am I watching? Oh, my goodness. This is the most boring, contrived TV show I have ever watched. I I truly, I'm I'm with Emily Blunt right now on this. I'm oh, starting she, to hate all the superhero stuff. <laughs> this wow. is, I hate when they try to make superheroes like, oh, they're just everyday people, you know, like, you know. They have a marriage, and and he, I don't know. It was just, it's just terrible. It's so boring. It's like, oh my god, y'all got to stop. This is just awful. And this, the whole mystery or whatever the fuck, how they got their powers, and it's just well, what? It's long. <laughs> it's tedious. It's just draw. It is terrible. I mean. And and his whole thing is the ultimatum or whatever the fuck his name is, is the utopian or whatever his name is. is he's upset because his son killed, well, which makes no, I mean, it makes sense. He's like, I guess, like Batman or something in the old code. But, you know, when everybody else is about to be killed and his son had to do what he had to do to get, you know, save everybody, and then his dad's going to be, you bought the code, you know. It's uh, you were not supposed to kill. I'm sorry. This, this. Yeah, what high. you're referencing is Black Star, who's like the. Uh, you know, I'll the, tell you the last uh, episode because I no. haven't watched it. Uh, you, talking, you, I'm, you, I'm, you'll I'm, be I'm, disappointed. Trust me. I'm, I'm referencing. I'm, trust me, I already am. I'm referencing what you're talking to. So Black Star escapes, and uh, their Justice League tries to confront him, and he kills like three of them. Um, yeah, does. And then yeah, he's he about does. to kill. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, Omni Man. Not Omni Man. Superman. Superman. The Utopian. Yeah, they're the Utopian. Yeah, and he's about to kill the Utopian, and you know Superboy, uh, who's um, Paragon, uh, kills him. Like like jumps up and punches him and kills kills a Black Star, and then it's like. Like Utopian gives him no, like just just shovelfuls of shit for like uh, two episodes, 
about no, it's you know, the code. sixth episode and they're still well, yeah. talking about it about so. the code <laughs> breaking the code and it's like well, hey you know you'd be dead if i didn't do it like like there's so it's yeah it's horrible i mean it really i mean the boys is so much better i mean like a thousand times better this show it drags the acting the acting's I will say the acting is good. It's fine. It's it's okay. I like Josh what what's his name? Dumal. Dumal. Josh Dumal. I, I feel like he is hugely wasted as a superhero in this movie. Like he should have went for something else in another superhero movie. Because I, I like his I like him. I like him as an actor. I think he his superhero suit looks really ridiculous, but I like him. I like uh, his brother, the guy who plays his brother. That guy's really good. <clears throat> I, I even like the guy who plays his son and his daughter. I mean, they're okay. I mean, but this just the storyline is just so just uh, yeah. Boring. So here's and, here's the and problem. Every day, well, they're they're interjecting like everyday life. You know, like the daughter has a drug problem and. You know, she has daddy issues, and the son has daddy issues, and they're whining and cry. They, they whine and cry more than they fight. And when they do fight, the special effects are just not really up to par, and they're it's like really quick fights, like, you know, five minutes at best, and then that's it. Then it's more back to talking and getting back to just discussing life, and it's just awful. So I'm sorry. Well, here's the issue is this. They it's Netflix has bought this property. Netflix owns or has partnered with Mark Millar and the Millar Group. They've heavily invested into it. And they're going in this is like, well, we're going this is going to be our Marvel universe. And so yes, man, yeah. they are taking a slow approach and you honestly by the time you get to episode 8, like at least this whole season is is pretty much a prequel. Like when you realize the whole season's like a prequel, and and episode eight where it ends at episode episode eight, it's like okay, well now some interesting stuffs happened. Maybe I can see where this is headed. Um, but when you compare this to like a Marvel property or anything, even oh, that yeah. lame ass Falcon and Winter Soldier. It moves so slow, and and if you look at like Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know they didn't. Yeah, they. It was like ninety percent action, ten percent draw, or well, maybe ninety, maybe seventy percent action and thirty percent melodrama, or you know stuff. But not to this point. This point no. is just yeah. So I don't disagree with you. Ninety-five percent drama, five percent action. But yeah, here's here's the cool. if you'll get. And I'm not saying you're going to be richly rewarded for getting through episode eight, <laughs> but if you'll if you'll get through episode eight, I thought it was only seven episodes, so I'm now already eight. disappointed that it's eight. So, like, oh my god, I thought it was almost eight, done. Like the last like 20 minutes of episode eight, you realize, oh wait, now, I, now basically they've set the chessboard by the end of episode eight, like. 
and and the whole thing is. But by that time, I I don't think I will care because I don't care now. It's you, right. well, nobody, yeah. you don't really get to know these characters. They're just they're just so one sided, just one dimensional characters. You know. Well, the one character that's so, not one dimensional. Who? Uh. Well, you don't want to spoil it. Skybox. The, the well, half. yeah, there. Is he? So what? Is he? Is See, that's kind of is he the bad that's guy? The, that's the question that that you kind of come to at the end. Well, of Well, well, here's the he, thing: is, is is he the bad guy? And if he no, isn't he's, the bad, he's the Batman. So what? Right, because what, what I because what I heard was, you know, his son tells, I guess the utopia. He tells the utopian, you know. When the utopian said, "Well, your father kind of turned his back on us," and he goes, "Well, that's kind of what he says about y'all." So it sounds to me like, especially with the utopians, all high and mighty cannot kill. It sounds like there was a split, and he might have been the Batman, and and utopian was the Superman. So yeah, but they think that Sky Fox is a villain, but. Season and and clearly and the best character in the whole thing is the guy that plays Sky Fox. Uh, you know the guy that's George. He's got the most charisma of anybody in the. Yeah, show. he really. He, you're right. He's, he's the best one to watch. Which one's George? So I, that's the the blonde the guy, real real rich guy. Okay. Yeah, the blonde right. guy, rich guy. So, but that's the thing is, you, when you get, and again, you're not going to be richly rewarded for getting through episode eight. But when you get to the end of episode eight and you realize what's actually happening with Sky Fox, with the Sky Fox story, it's like, okay, well, that could be badass in season two. But the reason it would be badass is because it's going to be Batman taking down the Justice League. Mm. I mean, that's kind of the promise that they're that they're putting out there. Here, that here we are again. And, and here's another complaint. I mean, I was just going to say, here we are again with the same Superman character against the Batman character, and it's retold. But here's my other thing is these other – they either kill these heroes off really quick where you don't really get to know them. I don't know anybody that died's name or anything, and they I, I barely – I don't even know really who died in that first episode. I mean – it happened so quick, and you barely got to know any of them. That it was the the guy that can, it was the guy that uh, Paragon that was buddies with, like he was Godfather right. to his kid. He right. he, could, he had like uh, like Earth, like I think his name was Tremor or something like that. But he could like control like the Earth, or and then you had like the uh, uh, the one girl that was like Starfire, and then the guy that was like standing next to. Um, the girl, his the girl that just got completely like obliterated when Black Star like crashed into him. But it happened so fast. Oh yeah, and yeah. and it you really didn't. There was no you. You didn't feel the loss because you didn't know these characters. I mean, it was just like oh, I I don't know. It just this where the boys is just so much more entertaining than than this. I mean, I. This is just, I don't even know what they even think of Utopian. I mean, he's just kind of like, other than his craziness about the code, 
He's a boring well, character. He don't really not do just anything. that. Like his like his craziness about the island, like all the crap that he does, and everybody just goes along with him. It's like why? Yeah. One, clearly he he's law off his nut. Even if you followed him to the island, why would you make him the leader? And why has he still got this much sway over over everybody? Uh, a hundred years later, ninety years later, like clearly, like he he's. There's some judgment flaws in the stuff he did, what you know, at the beginning to get them their powers. Well, so, another thing, you're right, and but the, uh, the other thing is, is like, whereas the boys, the superhero team is like, it, it looks like celebrities, and everybody's like really, you know, into it, you know, around them. You know, people are talking about these people, the. What was it called? The boys? Who? What was the league called? The Justice League? I can't remember. The Seven. The Seven. You know they. You know they were. It was like a big thing, marketing thing. And in this, there's really the only thing I've ever heard about the union. I don't even know who's in the union. All they say is, you know, the union. Who's in the fucking union? I know it's the girl, the Utopian, and his wife, but who else? I mean, I, there was the uh, the guy's daughter. Um, you know, the guy that's in the wheelchair now. Um, she, but what's her name? Oh, I know. But yeah, do, I mean, do you know this from the comic book or do you know this from the TV show? Because I don't know any of this from the TV I show. I know that from I mean, the comic. I heard from the TV show. I haven't read the comic. I just, I just feel like this is just really choppy and it's really poorly put together. I, yeah, I, just, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, you're not wrong, and it's and the reviews are. are I mean, it's got like a 37 on on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, uh, so I'm glad to hear that. Well, I'm not you're not the only it, one, but. but I guess that's my thing. Is they knew, and you could once you get through episode eight, you'll kind of see it. It's Netflix knew. Wait, we're going to come back to this for years and years and years. So this okay. first season is all just a prequel. And, and, and honestly, you don't even see Sky Fox, uh, like, other than in, uh, like in flashback. In one flashback, you see him in costume, and I think that's in episode eight. So it's like, you, the the whole build is that's the dynamic is what's going on with Sky Fox and what was the rift, and and why do they think he's a bad guy? But they don't answer any of that. It's just, I guess they answer why people think he's a bad guy. But you don't see what happened. You don't see the rift. So it's episode eight really is just like, you know, but what it's like is, you know, in the 90s when uh, you'd have a like when the Batman Forever movie came out and DC did like a a, a, a prelude comic book. You know, you didn't have to read it. You, you did, it wasn't integral to the movie, but they were just doing a tie in comic book. That's what this kind of is. It's like we're seeing like the prelude to the actual season you'd like to see. So, I, I was I was very disappointed. I really was, and I and I don't know if it was just because I really thought it would be, you know, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Good, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Because I enjoyed the boys so much, I've enjoyed Invincible tremendously. So I well, really the fact thought that it came out like a week after Invincible ended didn't do it any good either. True, very true. So, 
Yeah, that that's very true about that. Uh, is this? I, I mean, there's some uh, a few uh, mature kills here and stuff like that. Uh, is this something, uh, Jacob, that you've seen? Have you seen any of? Uh, no. no. Okay. Well, based off of your reviews, I don't care to. Yeah, I don't think you're missing anything now. I think you're going to be just fine without it. Um. All right. Well. So yeah, when season two comes out, you'll be able to to watch the the two minute recap and save yourself you know, seven hours of viewing time. Cause that's, that's about as much content as you actually need to know from season one. Gotcha. <laughs> Good enough. So, well, from, uh, from bad TV to the bad batches, uh, is anybody watching star Wars, the bad batch still Ooh, after yeah, two episodes, I've still not seen any. Did we talk about it the other night? We did. Cause we, we did it on Sunday night. Oh, we that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, so uh, you, you you guys are still watching it, or has there been a new episode? There hasn't been a new episode, has there? No, there'll be one tomorrow. No, oh, okay, all right. Well, maybe I'll watch it. But eventually. I did. But I will say, you know, I did enjoy it. I did, just as I said before, I do not enjoy the little chick. But you know, whatever. Oh, dude, she's so annoying. Oh, Thank you. She is good very job, much Jacob. So. I mean, it, it just, I, just Jacob knows. He knows. Well, forewarning. Well, like no hate. To, I, I just want to give you a forewarning, Jacob. Uh, Podman Ron hates it when they bring in a younger person into a a show <laughs> or a podcast. Into an established show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just you're doing great. Just keep it on the down low and keep those shooting Jason, cuts. Uh, Jacob is the uh, he Olivia. <laughs> he did. Jacob it's, is a the running, Olivia. it's a running gag, Jacob. He's the, the Olivia or the cousin Oliver. Yeah, so, so be you careful. Know, what uh speaking of Jason, when Jake when Jacob was about well it was Thanksgiving, so he was like a month old. Uh we were sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner and my dad would go say Grace and he said, And thank you, Lord, for little Jason. Aww, we were so like, sweet. <laughs> Who the hell is Jason? So his, his grandfather forgot his name a month after he was born. <laughs> And so to get That's back hilarious. at them, you, you named the rest of the rest of them with J names too. You're like, "Fuck you, yeah. old man." Yeah, yeah, take that. Guess it's what? Get more you're, confusing. Yeah, you're not going to get a Jason, but guess what? I am going to give you. Yeah, and, you, and none of them will be Jason. Yeah, none of them Jason. <laughs> That's the way I'm to not stick give it. Jason, I'm going to Joshua and Jonah. Yeah, this is the way to stick it to the old man. I like that that moxie. Uh, well, uh, so let's go to. The past. And I want to hear about uh, Jason Jacob here because uh, I, got, I got a need a need to listen to Jacob talk about Top Gun. Yep. Give us a I retro review of Top, Top Gun. Gun. Fantastic movie. Uh, really compelling characters. Uh, got really invested in the goose. He was he was great. I'm very sad that he died. Goose. Have you never watched Top, Top Gun? It's been a long time. Yeah, the the characters are great. Very interesting story. Uh, now, what, let me ask you this: What made you decide? You know what? Out of all the TV shows and all the movies that are on all the streaming services, 
I think I'll watch this old Tom Cruise movie. Why Why did you do this? What to yourself? Well, I've been man? meaning to watch it for a while, but I uh, never got around to it. And then we watched it with uh, my dad. Brian, oh, you're, you're, oh recently, okay, your dad. Me and my brothers. Oh. Yeah. So your dad, like, your old man made you watch it, really? Yeah, my old man. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, fantastic movie. Oh, I think we lost Podman Ron. Keep, keep talking, Jacob. Talk, can y'all hear me? Yeah, are you there? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. Are we talking about Tom Gun? <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's why he's, Jacob's giving a retro review of Top Gun, and he loves Goose. And he Ryan, thinks that, where did you fail your son at for Top Gun? <laughs> what? He's trying to get him ready for Maverick. Uh, that movie looks Maverick. good. Did you watch Top Gun? And you I did. It was fantastic. I it. Yeah, it was a great movie. I really liked it. Made me want to go learn how to fly a plane. <laughs> All right, so you, you so like that? So now he's going to have two jobs uh, in college <laughs> and uh, and uh, podcast, and he wants to go to flight school. Yeah, not he, really. Doesn't it inspire too much? Really All right, so tell us, point. tell us what why you liked it. I mean, I know you said good, good acting, good characters, all that kind of stuff. Uh, does it, let me ask you this? Maybe this is a bare question. Does this deserve a sequel fifty years later? Like, do you care about these characters so much that you're like, "Damn, I wish I knew what was going on with these guys later on in life." Well, there's only one of them left, so <laughs> that is true. Uh- I don't think we're going to get Iceman in this. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. You've never seen Top Gun? No. Oh, you it was number one at the box office for like 40 weeks. You know what? Just Brad, before... you saw Cop Gun. I'm sure you did. No, no I've avoided it. In, <laughs> in 40 years, you have not seen Top Gun. I have not seen Top Gun. I can say that honestly. I mean... Yeah, it sucked, but I mean, what? still you gotta see it. Well, Jacob, you 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 still stand by it. You love it. I still stand by it. I, I stand I, by it too. I mean, it's got flaws, but it's uh, it's it kind of like uh, you know, required viewing. Exactly, it's required it's viewing. I will say, but, but uh, it's really interesting characters. It's an it's an interesting plot development. You see, like what flying a plane and the stress of fact that the man is risking his life every day does to a person because in the beginning the guy lost it in the plane because there was a threat like with the uh the russian plane and he almost got shot down like i i think it was really cool okay writing is fantastic but yeah you, you you went speechless on us oh yeah are you ordering a coffee, Jacob? Are we interrupting something? Or no, no. Okay, so, so, so that that was you just kind of trailed off on your review there a little bit. You know, so. the thing I remember the I, several things I remember the most about Top Gun is 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 them. It seemed like they were always having a song or something, you know, and like a lot of flying. A Kenny Loggins song. A lot of flying around. Fantastic. You know. Then, then like a lot of grrr, you know, and then I'm going to be a better fighter pilot than you. And then Goose dies and he has to recover from that. And 
I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan. <laughs> Neither one of you no, were convincing. Honestly, God, there was, I, and I think what it was was there was no really big stakes in the movie. I mean, yeah, towards the end they got into they went into Russian territory, or wait, Russian came into our territory, and they, you know, they fought back the Russians, but. All they did was pretty much escorted them away, and that was about it. And it was like, they just didn't seem Ron, any type of... It was in the middle of the Cold War. I know, but I, I get that. But I, but there didn't seem to be a, a true true threat. I mean, it was only just, you know, his depression was, you know... <laughs> that was, was the biggest threat? <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest threat. It just kind of bored me. I mean, I was kind of like, eh. <laughs> okay, me, no one's convincing me that I still I do not need to watch this. Can I watch Officer and a Gentleman again and be the same no, thing? No, no, God, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. You you should watch Top Gun because it is a it is classic. an American classic. You have gotta watch it before you. <laughs> <Very more. laughs> that was a but painful classic. I'm gonna tell you, just have it on in the background when you're doing something. Okay, all right, fine. fair enough. I think it deserves more than that. More credit. You and Alex. Oof. You and Alex and Brian. Jeez. Me, Alex, and Brian. All I mean, right. the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I have a Did we discuss the uh, Tarantino? Um, and that would explain uh, uh, the Tar- the Tarantino uh, thesis on Top Gun. Did we discuss what? it? When, when, yeah. When would from, we have? From, dis- no. From Sleep with Me. I thought we talked about it a few weeks ago. Maybe I'm thinking about another con- uh, conversation. Another podcast. Else, but, uh, yeah. Another podcast. But uh, the Tarantino movie, or he was in a movie called Sleep with Me in '94, and part of his dialogue is he says the top uh, Top Gun. It's a story about a man struggle with his own homosexuality. That's what <laughs> man, you got Maverick, all right? He's on the edge, man. But basically, he's saying it's the struggle between uh, his 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 tendencies towards Iceman and Val Kilmer versus Kelly McGillis. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that, that's the metaphor that uh, that could that, be accurate. That, is what you're saying? That's been sh- yeah, that's been accurate. They've okay, actually anyway. even asked the director. Like it's it that that theory's gotten so big that the uh, um they've asked they there's been articles with the with the director discussing it. So that's hilarious. Or the writer, yeah. All right. That well, is so funny. We'll see. Doubtful I will ever watch it. Uh but um uh, I appreciate the, the, the thoughtfulness that went into re- your review there, young he Pat, said, uh, boy. The writer said we didn't I'm write not a it as intern. Wait, what? <laughs> the uh, writer said, we didn't write it as that. Jack Epps Jr., the movie's co-writer, tells Yahoo. Uh, but I see how you could interpret it that way. The movie is a shiny... <laughs> but it makes sense. <laughs> uh, the movie is a shiny... Home, this is the reviewer. Uh, a shiny homoerotic commercial. The pilots strut around the locker room in towels hanging precariously from their waists. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So yeah, and oh, and then Iceman at the end says, uh, 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 "You can be my wingman anytime." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. God, uh, I forgot how cringy. Definitely that not going was. to uh, be checking that out anytime soon. It was the eighties. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the eighties were gay. Eighties were totally gay. 
There's a line <laughs> in the movie that says, I want somebody's butt and I want it now. <laughs> well, that all makes sense somehow or another. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, here's, here's the whole, oh, let me, let me do this so we can stick the landing on this. Uh, this is the full quote from Tarantino. It's a story about a man's sexuality, he says in the film. He got Maverick, he, uh, all right, on the edge, man. Man, and, uh, hold, hold, all, all his crew. Hold, hold up, gay. Brian. You were breaking up a little bit. Say, oh, pick it up. Take it from the top. Can y'all hear uh, me? Yeah, that was weird. It's a uh, it's a story about one man's struggle with his own homosexuality. In the film, you've got Maverick, all, all right, and he's on the edge, man. And you've got Iceman and all his crew. They're gay. They represent the gay man, all right. <laughs> yeah, this is and they're terrible. Saying, they're saying. Go, go the gay way. Go the gay way. He could go both ways. Kelly McGillis, Maverick's love interest, uh, she's heterosexual. She says, no, 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 no. You go the normal way. Play by the rules. Go the normal way. They're saying, no, no, no. Go the gay way. Be the gay way. <laughs> go for the gay way, all right? That's what is going on throughout the whole movie. <laughs> wow. That kind of makes sense. From what little I know of the movie, I think that makes sense. Brad, you haven't watched it. You got to watch it. No, thanks. That's okay. I've got, you know what? I've got other things to be looking at. What you looking at? I got one. You got a what you looking at? I got a what you looking at. Actually, I have two what you look at. Oh my God. Bradford's are just, do you give them an inch and they take a mile? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can give your two, but you, your old man has to give up his one. How about that? I'm just sure. kidding. Go for it, Jacob. All right. So about an hour ago, we watched the venture brothers first two episodes. Good Lord. That show is fantastic. <laughs> what did I just say? Like an hour ago. I know. I'm just verifying you, Braun. It is amazing. <laughs> I love it. You could have chimed in an hour ago and, and, and said I that. I was trying to save it for what you're looking at. Oh, I got you. All right. It is a good show, isn't it? Yes, it's fantastic. And you guys, that's just the first two episodes. Where are you really getting to deep into it? Man, it's an awesome show. Well, episode hilarious. two is the one with Doug Antwoord one. Uh, the first time, and, and you know that kind of comes back up in season seven, right? The whole Gargantuan one and the problem light, which I thought was, I'd totally forgotten about it. But that episode wasn't fantastic. The first episode no. w- with Speedy and the Monarch is. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. was good. Yes. Yeah, it's got me hooked. All right, great. Okay. Um, well, maybe you can get caught up before the movie comes out. Um, yes, that's the plan. Uh, what uh, What's your other looking at? What else are you looking at? So when I came on the podcast for the first time, I mentioned uh, Ruther for Falls, I think. And yes, I yes, yes. I watched the first couple episodes. I've got to say I'm kind of disappointed. Ooh. It disappointed by an Ed Helms-led uh, uh, sitcom? It's not bad. It's just kind of uninteresting, okay. and I just kind of like lost it. But it's like the first two episodes. There were some laughs, but it, it, I, I don't know. I'm just it. It's just a slow burn, and it doesn't seem too interesting right now. That's just what I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, you said it. You said it well. 
All right. Well, I, I still have not have uh, Pudman Ron. Have you watched Rutherford Falls on I've Peacock? I've never heard of it. It's, it's uh, on Peacock. It's, it's on Peacock. Like Daniels, but about museums. Oh, is that the one with uh, Andy from the Office? Yes. Yep. Ed Helms. Is it? Yes. Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what he just. <laughs> uh, no, I have not watched it. Is it funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jacob gives it, you know, a, a Podman PMR rating of five. No. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Brian, you want to talk about yours before I launch onto mine? Yeah, I'll talk about. Go ahead. Just a while back, has anyone watched Mythic Quest season one? I watched the first episode, uh, but it was a slow burn for me, much like Jacob is with Runner for Falls. Is that the one with Mac from the Office? <laughs> it is. It is. He is sharp tonight. Is that coffee? Yeah, Rob McElhaney. It's Rob McElhaney. Okay, Philadelphia, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, and and it's got the guy that plays Ricky Cricket. Uh, He plays Cricket on uh, on Society in Philadelphia. Uh, And it's got Daniel uh, Pudi from the office, or from uh, Community. Community. Daniel Pudi's great. It's they're they're a game developer that. Got a multiplayer online game that they that they run their corporation runs and develops and he's the he's the figurehead he created the game and you got your developers and um it's it's good it's it's that you know you can tell it's produced it's produced by Charlie Day and Rob McElhaney. um but uh, uh the it's got a little bit of it's it's almost like a little kind of a mix between. Sunny in Philadelphia and community to the point that uh, they did Ooh. season one, right? And uh, season two, I don't know if season two got delayed or they just decided to do this because they had free time, which is kind of cool when you think about, you know, that's kind of like the way they make Sunny. But they did two additional episodes. They just did, they just went ahead and threw two episodes on Apple TV, I guess because they had time to film it and, and they just had a good idea. But they did a quarantine episode. Which you know is everything's on Zoom calls and it's and it's the the the, the windows popping up and then you know co- you know different conversations and and that sort of thing um, and then you had uh, uh, a second episode that was kind of like a, a teaser to kick off season two uh, but it's a full size episode and it's essentially their version of the paintball uh, game on paintball episode on The Office. Which community, it's, it, uh, yeah, you say the office, uh, the, the community. It's very, very good. It's very, very good. So it, while it's not as like, uh, it's, it's in the same vein as Sunny in Philadelphia, probably not, it doesn't push the envelope as, as much as Sunny in Philadelphia does, but it's, it's pretty darn good. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm looking at is Mythic Quest season two, and I, and specifically the two bonus episodes that they did to kick off season two. All right, uh, I will. Uh, I'll I will, watch it. 
I uh, actually almost gave it another shot uh, earlier this week, so uh, you may have convinced go, me. I may, I may go watch the um, uh, the bonus episode. It's not quarantine. I forget. It's the one after quarantine. I forget what it's called. Okay, but that's the one that's kind of like their paintball episode. Oh, okay. All right. Very community esque. And this is on HBO Max. No, it's Apple. on Apple TV Plus. Okay. Plus. Okay. I will never watch it then. All right, perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, here's something else you may never watch on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I started watching Gargoyles. We were looking for oh. a uh, something to kind of break the monotony of The Simpsons over and over again. Uh, and stumble, so I convinced the, my my family to start watching the Gargoyles uh, from uh, 1994. Um, Why would you do that? No. Uh, because it started, and I, I mean, I barely remember, of course, I was probably 30 years old back then, so I would definitely watch it every day I could. No, I, I somewhat remembered it, uh, and what I remembered it was, okay, not too, too bad. And, uh, it definitely has shades of, uh, the, the first season, I think is something like, you know, 16 episodes or something like that. And then season two was, you know, the normal, you know, 50 or whatever, um, uh, let's see how many episodes. Well, yeah, not, not too many on the first episodes. And then by, uh, season three, it kind of all fell apart. But, uh, season one, it was actually very solid. The writing was solid, voice acting, animation, and all that stuff. Uh, and I, as we were watching, I was telling my boys, I'm like, the thing that is kind of impressive about this show, uh, was that they actually, they actually used, Gun. So again, the story is the gargoyles, they're asleep during the day, they come alive at night, and they're in Scotland, and then uh, they get, you know, frozen in time, and then they wake up in modern age and all that kind of stuff and help fight crime with a, a sexy uh, uh, detective. Uh, but there's actually guns that shoot bullets. And stuff like that, as opposed to, like, you think about the G.I. Joe shows and stuff like that, where it was always, like, lasers. And, you know, like, the, the, the plane would blow up and you would see the people parachuting out to th- know that no one got killed. You know, everything was safe. Uh, right. And one of this episodes, the, det- uh, the gargoyle inadvertently shoots the detective uh, with her own gun. You know, he's, so it's a, you know, don't play with guns, kids type episode. Uh, but she goes in the hospital, and they talk about she may not survive and all that. It was kind of a heavy, uh, a heavy show for a kid show, and especially for a Disney show. Uh, but definitely had shades of Batman the Animated uh, well, Series, think- the darkness of it, the tone, the music, very uh, orchestral music and stuff like that. Uh, season one was totally solid. Season two that we're into now is getting pretty bad. Uh, and then by the time you get to season three, as we uh, watched a YouTube recap of it, it's, you know, like the gargoyles get their own TV show or talk show type stuff. So it kind of, it really goes downhill from the original vision. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to that, but, uh, well, it's, we're going to plot like through Disney, it. Disney went and said, we want Batman the animated series and they put somebody in it and they i'm sure they hired a lot of animators and, and stuff yeah. from Batman the animated series to do it and then when they gave them the 16 episodes they're like well we paid for it i guess we'll air it but now we're going to start meddling yeah totally you can t- absolutely tell where, when that happened it's 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 starting to turn that corner but uh 
it, it definitely goes downhill quickly. Uh, the list of voice actors, though, is it's a lot of Star Trek Next Generation people in it. Um, Michael Dorn's the main character, isn't he? No, I thought I thought it was somebody else. I, I never would have known. It's Keith David is the main character, ah. Goliath, who everybody knows from. from uh, say it. Community. Uh, well, community. from the I guess from the community. Yes, uh, I, I was. Uh, what? What was the Indian from? in the cupboard? Oh, that's David Keith. Never mind. <laughs> no, he was in Officer and a Gentleman. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, the um, yeah, he was in Community, uh, but no, I think that well, everybody well, knows him from uh, uh, something about Mary, right? Oh yeah, the How dad Frank over the berry, yeah, uh, over the beans. Mary's dad and something about Mary. Who was he in Community? Uh, a guy uh, that last season, the uh, the guy with the RV. Oh. Uh, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now. His name, uh, but he does. He uh, evidently he does a lot of voiceover work, and he has a great voice. You know, I, I didn't put that. I don't put that uh, that voice that he uses in this show with him. Uh, so <clears throat> that was nice. Um, Ed Asner is in it, of course. Frank Welker from Scooby Doo oh. is in it. Jonathan Frakes plays the lead bad guy. Marina Sirtis is in it. Uh, so yeah, a lot of uh, people that you know, know and love from Star Trek: Next Generation. Can uh, can I add something to my Mythic Quest? Uh, um, now that you've mentioned this, that yes. you've made me re- realize the narrator for the episode I was referencing is Anthony Hopkins. Oh wow! Now that's a big get right there. That's, Oscar winner Anthony Hopkins narrates the episode uh, I'm talking son about. Son of a bitch that stole the Oscar from Chad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yep. That son of a there bitch. He really screwed up the awards that night, didn't he? All right. Anyway, uh, Podman Ron, are you watching anything? You looking at anything? Reading anything? Going to websites? No, no. Playing games? What are you looking at? I watched a uh, documentary the other night, and I was trying. I cannot think of where I watched it at. Uh, it was about the uh, it was about the murder of uh, Shannon Watts, uh, but from our back in the, about three years ago, Colorado, where her husband killed like her two daughters and uh, herself, and then you know tried to blame it. You know, well at first he mm. he acted like it was a disappearance, and then you know. Then he ended up confessing to it. But anyway, what's interesting about this and what makes it different is the documentary itself is all based on um, the body cams of the police officers who were called that day. And not only the body cams, but like the ring videos and the interview room um, tapes. And they put together the story based on all this. And uh, it's really interesting. It's It's a... It, the way it unfolds and you can see, you know, this guy's body language, you can see how guilty he looked. And, you know, uh, it was so funny. There was one scene where, when she's missing and they don't know where she's at. And <clears throat> the, the police go to a neighbor's house and the guys with them, our husband's with the police officer and they're, they're asking the neighbor, they've seen his ring. He's got a ring camera. And they're like, Hey, can we look at the video? Well, they're looking at the way it's angled. You can kind of see this guy's house. And, um, 
and you can see there's movement like a truck back his he's, his truck's backing in at like uh, like four or five o'clock in the morning and they're watching that and he's not he's got his back like to the tv and his arms are all crossed and uh the neighbor kind of looks at you know the police officers talking to them and the neighbor's kind of looking at him like not the, at the police officer but the husband like you're a guilty motherfucker i mean you, you can just look at him and uh so then the, the husband's like explaining it away, like, oh, you know, I was getting my tools out for work that morning, and that's why I pulled into the garage. And the officer's like, oh, okay, you know. But then the husband walks out of the house, and the, the neighbor grabs the officer. It's like, he's not acting right. He's, there's, that's not how he acts. He's, he's up to something. He's done something. And he was right. I mean, it, but anyway, all that to say, it's a very well-put-together a documentary and it's very interesting to watch. So, if you want right. to watch a good murder documentary? That's the one I'd watch. What's that called? That's the one thing I don't remember. Excellent. Nicely done, detective. It was the Shannon Watts, uh, Chris Watts. Who done it? <laughs> and we're not so we're not sure what the title is or where you can watch it, but highly recommend it. <laughs> if you happen to find it, yeah, it's good. If you stumble upon it, yeah. Uh, Hold on, I'll find it. Hold on, man. I'll find it. American Murder: The Family Next Door. That's what I like. Thank you. You, know, oh you, you and I are giving content. Thank you. And. It is on Netflix. Thank you, Jacob. That's exactly it. It's on Netflix. American yep. Murder, The Family Next Door. Fantastic documentary. Highly, highly, highly recommend. All okay. right. I, and it, it occurs to me, I think this is about the second kind of murder mystery documentary that you and or Alex have spoken about. Are you are you uh, gaming for a new segment here, Podman Ron? No, no. I, okay. I do not like murder mysteries or murder okay. documentaries, but I got kind of told to watch this uh, oh, watch yeah. you do what you're told I understand that's great alright well hey that, I, I, yeah. I like the fact that Brad me and you are researching we're looking up producers <laughs> and budgets and and you know uh, um, uh, defunct <laughs> pilots and he can't even bother remembering what yeah. streaming service <laughs> well, or, the name or the name of, of the, the movie you know I watched a movie and it was good how about that go figure it out your <laughs> damn self Hey, we, we got there, didn't we? Yeah, we got thanks to uh, you know one sixteen-year-old Jacob. Yeah, well, you know, intern Jacob. It's my job. That's your job That's as an job, intern. Uh, You're right. Exactly. You're right. Podman Ron. When Ron's being dumb. Yep. You you, ja- uh, you succeeded. You passed. Jacob the test. needs his uh, his Baba Booey like catchphrase. Yeah, you do need to work on <laughs> a catchphrase. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. <laughs> God. All right. Well, hey, you know, depending on if Alex uh, decides to bell on us again, Jacob, maybe you should start working on uh, your catchphrase, and uh, you know, we'll obviously be happy to have you back. Yeah. If you're not working or f- taking flight school or whatever the hell you do with your time, I'm not taking. Yeah. Hey, you don't need to watch any more movies like. Top yeah, don't. Watch yeah, you need to watch some. Uh, yeah, is good. Some some manly <laughs> manly movies. You need to start watching some stuff like that. Yeah, 
Not <laughs> makes me nervous for the rest of the boys, but make it for for uh, Jason makes me nervous for Jason. Jason. All right, so uh, Podman Ron, you have some movie. I hope you remember the name of it because I don't to watch on Amazon. Uh, make sure you pick. Right. Make sure you pick another uh, movie. Uh, oh, I got to pick one. Uh, I, I don't. No, who, no. Who was supposed to pick? I did already. It was the movie? Jason Schwartz Seven Chinese Brothers. Oh, that's place. right. Never mind. I'm just saying. Go ahead and have that in place and in mind for you to. Uh, to replace it after you give us your review of uh, Tiny Perfect Things, Maps, whatever it's called. Uh, Perfect Things and Little Guys. And uh, I don't know if there's there's not a whole lot of other movies, uh, new movies certainly, to, to watch, I don't think. Uh, so we'll have to do a, a couple of more retro reviews or what you're looking at or something. And uh, Brian, since you... Might be you know one of the more scholarly of the pod men. Maybe you ought to try. Uh, maybe give us a book review or something like that. Shake us, uh, shake it up a little bit. Okay. Or, well, maybe, or a, a video game review. I could do that can, too. All right. Well, that's oh, next time. Though. I'm your guy. All right. Next Jacob, time. I'm your guy. Now he, now he wants two jobs on the pod man. He wants to take my <laughs> job and Alex's. Oh job. my God! This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I'll take a book corner and a video game corner, and then you guys can corner you. What? We don't read books on this podcast. I know. Are, are we going to have a second podcast here pretty soon? A spinoff? Should we record twice a week? Eh, I don't know. But okay. until next time. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast.